Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Tom. Welcome for another ride-along on the Small Scale Life YouTube channel, smallscalelife.com, and Small Scale Life Podcast. I am once again driving back from central Minnesota. I'm on lovely Highway 55, and uh, I just drove through a snow squall here, and it is April 9th. Not uncommon, but it's been going off and on all day, where we'd get, where we get a a bunch of snow and then it turns to sun and then it snows again and then it turns to sun and then it snows again and turns to sun and plus we have a massive uh it's it's really windy out right now too so really funky weather we got and uh hope everybody's well hope everybody's feeling okay man I don't even know what day it is in this whole shelter-in-place thing. Here in Minnesota, we were supposed to uh, stop our shelter-in-place on April 10th, but yesterday the governor, Governor Walls, extended that out to May 4th. So we've got another month of fun inside and fun sheltering in place. We'll see what that, how that works out. I can tell you, um, just talking with friends, chatting with friends, um you know, over various social media platforms and, and chats and whatnot. It's spooky out there. I mean, it's just, I think everybody's feeling it. I think everybody's, uh, very concerned. Um, you know, we, uh, it hits us at different times and you're fine one day and feeling pretty good about where you're at, how things are going. And then the next day it kind of hits you like a, I don't know, some news comes across or something hits you from out, from, uh, from out in left field and you just feels like the weight of the world on your shoulders and you have to shrug a little bit like atlas right atlas shrugged but um yeah that's that is how it's going in minnesota with some of us I've seen a lot more police on the road here's a state patrol officer has it been passed right there uh seen more police officers on the road today maybe it's just a factor of less cars although it is getting to be at a time when we're going to see a lot more people out on the road just coming home from work and everything else. So I'm going to take a little different way home. Maybe show you some of the lake country here in Minnesota. So this is a real interesting part of Minnesota where we have a lot of um, a lot of lakes. It, it's strange. It's like the glaciers carved out a bunch of potholes and lakes in this area, and it's a whole band that goes all the way up and down the state. And so you'll find really interesting spots, really interesting lakes here and there all over the landscape. And uh, like I said, I'm going to try a new way home, so this will be a good educational experience for me. So that's one good thing. We can get out and kind of blow off some steam by taking a drive and shrugging it off, although I'm coming back from work, so that's a little different story altogether. So yeah, I've had, uh, yesterday was kind of one of those days where some things kind of, some news came across the board, and some things going on, stuffing things, and it makes you just, um, it frustrates you, you know, and uh, so you got to adjust and adapt and overcome, and that's what I'm doing. (laughs) So that's good advice for everyone, I think. In these times, we're just going to have to adjust and adapt, and um, and figure out a way to 
go around some obstacles that are created. And we see that all over the place. I mean, we can't all go to the grocery store at once. We're going to have to figure out other ways to go. Maybe it's changing your hours of going there. Maybe it's uh, ordering online. Maybe it's, who knows, having someone pick it up for you. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of different ways to do it. I think the big one is hours, changing up your hours, maybe go in the middle of the day or early in the morning and try to avoid all the different people that are there later in the evening or in the later in the day. Um, you know, there's different ways we can go about this. So <laughs> patience is needed by all. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> so we're just going to have to adapt and overcome and, and probably delay some things we wanted to do. Maybe you had a trip that you wanted to do. Maybe you wanted to go somewhere fun. Like Julie and I were talking about camping, and we had, a, we had great designs and great plans for going camping this year. And re, Well, actually, first step is rehabbing a pop-up trailer. And then second step, you know, making sure everything works and get it all cleaned up. It's been out in the field for a couple of years, so, you know, some, some little furry friends were making home in there, so we were going to get that all cleaned up. And then uh, going camping, you know, de defurry friending it and cleaning it all up and fixing it up and then going for some trips. That would require a new, uh, new small-scale life mobile, a pickup truck, but that's been in the plan for quite a while. And then we could get out, hit the road, and see some different parks and different places. But that's all kind of up up in the air right now because we don't know what's coming (laughs) we don't know if this is going to be done we don't know if work is going to slow down we don't know but a lot of things there's a lot of variables a lot of things are are happening so we're going to have to adjust what we thought we were going to be doing we might not be doing we might be you know hanging really close to home and doing a lot of gardening which is totally fine by me I raise my hand and say, yes, sounds like a good plan. <laughs> but I do have a nice kayak I'd like to take out and, and uh, get on the water a little bit and, and kayak in some different bodies of water in the Twin Cities and around Minnesota and Wisconsin. That might be all on hold. You know, it could be really a cool summer with doing some kayak camping trips and such on the St. Croix River, on the Apple River, on different rivers. And uh, everything is just kind of slowing down. You can just kind of feel it all slowing down. So that's okay. That's all right. We'll uh, we'll adapt and overcome. And, uh, you know, hopefully you are too. I know different people are getting busy, doing a lot of different things to adapt to this change. Uh, some people have really really jumped into creating masks for hospitals and such our friend nikki up in spooner wisconsin she she was featured in the local paper and she's been sewing like crazy so she's been doing a really good job making masks masks for healthcare folks whoop that's that middle line healthcare folks folks up there and um, some other people in our community have been working hard on making masks and, and keeping very productive I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. Um, I think the biggest challenge is finding elastic for masks. That's kind of hard to come by. 
Uh, you know, this comes back to global supply chain problems. And when all your stuff, all your pieces and parts and stuff is made in China and they're not shipping anything out, well, then you're not going to have stuff to make stuff, if that makes any sense. So, yeah, I think uh, some other folks are building things, getting gardens going, which is great. Love to see it. Uh, I know Terry Otto, our friend Terry Otto, has been very busy making um, making her gardens, getting that all set up down in Iowa. Um, some other friends in small-scale gardening, they put up some new wicking beds, and they're very cool. I'm very excited to see how those are going to work. Um, really came up with a nice nice design, really simple design, and they, they tested the water, you know, filled up the water basin, the water reservoir, and uh, it worked. Looks like it's working, so that's pretty exciting. Um, the friend, uh, Michael Bell, he's got a lot of containers going, container gardening. He might be the, well, we're going to say he's America's first container urban gardener. <laughs> so he's doing some cool stuff down in Dallas. So people are busy, you know, people are getting busy. Plus, I know a lot of folks are home with their with their kiddos, trying to get them, keep them on task, keep them doing projects. And my son is the same way. Ryan's back from college. Obviously, college isn't happening right now. So he is taking online classes, and he's working on a project at home, a little home improvement project. So I get to go home and see how he's doing with that. And, uh, you know, when his regular job closed its doors, this is a way for him to learn some skills and and do a project in the house can and contribute that way and... And, uh, you know, keep, keep people active, keep people moving. I think that's important. So we're all having to adapt. We're all having to adjust. All right. Well, we're back. Decided to come back to the backyard and finish up that discussion on adapting, adjusting, and overcoming. Um, I'll flip the camera here. So I was, <laughs> I'll, I'll post the rest of the video later, but uh, I kind of spun into a bunch of gardening stuff and kind of got off topic as I am wont to do, especially when I talk about gardening stuff. So wanted to kind of finish up the whole conversation about adjusting, adapting, and overcoming back here in the garden, because if you think about it, this is a adjusting, adapting, and overcoming to my environment. And if you're new to small-scale life, new to small-scale gardening, um, my garden beds, you know, I had square foot gardening beds back here and I had to adjust because I had significant root problems underneath these beds where these massive roots were coming up and basically taking all the water, nutrients, and soil from the plants I was planting. So the, the tomatoes, the peppers, everything was getting choked out by these root systems. So I came up with a plan to overcome that problem right? And these wicking beds, the two metal tanks, and then the rain gutter growth system are different ways to overcome those kind of challenges. And we're facing, faced with similar kind of challenges right now with this pandemic. We've got to come up with new ways to adapt, adjust, and overcome against, you know, to, to figure out how to shop, how to work, how to do business, how to socialize, how to do everything. So this thing is totally, it's affecting us in ways we can't even imagine yet. And people are smart. We are smart 
we are smart. We can figure this stuff out and come up with new ways to do something. And that's really my message, is we really need to come up with new ways to do things. Uh, whether it's education, whether it's work in an office, whether it's shopping, whether it's restaurant, bar, and social businesses, services. There's going to have to be new ways to do things. And I'll leave you with an example here. So um, this week, last weekend actually, Danny ran a virtual ultra marathon. It was called the Quarantine Backyard Ultra Marathon. And it's a last runner standing type event. What that means is these runners, there was over two, almost 2,500 of them, were running these 4.2 mile loops. And Danny was running right here in the neighborhood. Oh, there goes a hawk over there. Or not a, yeah, that's a hawk. So he was doing these 4.2 mile loops in our neighborhood. And at the top of the hour, as soon as the bell went, he had to leave. And then he would finish it. If it took him an hour, it took him an hour. If it took him a half an hour, it took a half an hour. Whatever, whatever it was. But they had to be ready to go at the top of the hour. And it was a race to see who could last the longest. Who could go the furthest, essentially, and last the longest. So Danny had a goal. Uh, and it was run by uh, personalpeak.ca. Um, what was cool about it was it was all virtual. So they had, a compu they had their computers hooked up, the video on their corral, which was in our case the front door, and other people it was their uh, treadmills or wherever they start and finished. They had their computers or their phones set up so they could record when they left and when they came back, and they would show their Garmin or their... Um, Fitbit or whatever they were using to track distance because all these ultra runners are tracking distance. So they would show that they had it hooked up to the, they're synced to the um, personal peak website. So the people managing the race, the officials could actually see that they were going out for these runs and completing it on time and, and making sure their heart rate was up or their steps were there. And it was all done virtually. No one was running together. It was all one by one all across the country, all across the world. And there was over 2,500 of these, about 2,500 of these people's doing it. So Danny did a great job. I mean, he had a goal. He hit his 100-mile mark. He ran 24 laps on these 4.17-mile uh, loops. And he ran 100 miles in 23 hours and 32 minutes. So the winners of this thing... They went for almost 260 miles on 4.2-mile loops. And one of the, the second runner-up, he was on a treadmill for 250 miles. Ridiculous, right? Ridiculous. So there's ways to do these things. Maybe the old ways will come back. Maybe they won't. But we're smart people. We can adapt, we can adjust, and we can overcome. And that's really what we need to think about as we go forward. You know, we, uh, Julie and I celebrated our 26th anniversary. It was like the old days, right? I mean, before we, when we had Danny, and Danny was real young, our kids were young, we couldn't go out to the restaurants and, and have a big dinner, a big splash. So we grilled steaks here. We grilled them from Yellow Hutch Farms, grass-fed beef. It was fantastic, and had sweet potatoes and salad, and it was delicious. And uh, we had a really good time, and we didn't need to go out. We did it right here. So... We're just going to have to think of ways to, to do these things. And like I said, we are smart people. This is the time. We can totally reset 
the way we are doing these things, shopping, gardening, uh, producing, uh, office work, business, finance, the whole thing can be uh, changed. Education, that's another one too. So um, that's something to think about as we move forward. How do we make these things more resilient? Because right now they're fragile, really, really fragile. We've got to come up with new ways to do these things. And take this time to really do some think, uh, some thinking about how you'll do things differently. And, and maybe it's not Washington or your state capital or your county seat or your city or your town or your village or whatever you got. Maybe it's more of a, what are you going to do for your own neighborhood, for your own house first, your family, your house, you, and then work out from there. So, you know, this is, this is where resilience starts. It's going to be uh, resilience through simple living. You know, we're going to cut down. Maybe we'll cut down on some of this madness we've been doing, this running around, this chaotic spending, this overconsumption. Get back to the basics. Get back to our backyards. Get back to our front yards. Make a friend right here in the neighborhood. That's a funny thing, too. Through technology, Danny found out that there was a guy right in this neighborhood who was also running that crazy last person, last runner standing race. Never had any idea, but through the technology, through a website, he found out there was a person running the same 4.2 mile loop, not his 4.2 mile loop, but a 4.2 mile loop right in this neighborhood. So there's opportunity there. There's an opportunity to collaborate with like-minded people, make a friend, and, uh, and do some cool stuff, right? So this is a time to learn. This is time for a little introspection, time to learn, time to slow down. You know, things might not be back to normal, but that's okay. We'll figure, a way, figure out a way to adapt, adjust, and overcome, or adjust, adapt, and overcome. That's why I wanted to come back and kind of finish off that video, this podcast. I wanted to leave it on a high note, give you something to think about. Um, as Greg Burns, my friend, Captain Lumber Squatch from Contrary Farmstead and Contrary uh, Beekeeper Podcasts says, the old ways, the new ways are going to become the old ways. So how are we going to make that work for us? And that's a question that I want to leave you with as we go into this weekend. And... Have an Easter weekend, if that's your thing, if you're a Christian, um, or get together with uh, your immediate family <laughs> in your house. Seriously, can't travel anywhere or have a big gathering, but uh, it's a beautiful spring. This beautiful spring is happening, and I'm really excited. I've got some good stuff coming, um, and uh, I've got some stuff that's already growing. I'll show you what I'm talking about. I've got these green onions that are coming. I mean, my goodness. They're still coming. This one's not looking so hot. Ross got them, I think. This one is, right? And I've got more coming in the in the uh, in the house, and then the rhubarb is coming too. So that's rhubarb coming up. So yeah, it's going to be time to start growing here. So the next video I've got is on gardening, and I'll clip what I t was talking about. Uh, I'm going to be doing um, transplanting. Harold's not looking so good pretty wet so um is my uh rain gutter grow system hybrid rain gutter grow system but um it's going to be a soil test we're going to work on some transplanting have some more resources for you this is good stuff to do with your kids if you're stuck at home and need a task to do but i'll keep that for a separate video and uh 
And I really want you to think about how you're gonna adapt, adjust, and overcome going forward as we go through this. So this is Tom from Small Scale Life. I hope you learn, do, grow, be a little better every day. We'll catch you real soon, everybody. So take care, stay safe, stay vigilant. See everybody, bye. This has been a production of Small Scale Life Media.